Charlie Grimm. I'm an attorney with Bills and Sunberg's Land Development and Government Relations Group. I'd like to welcome you to Bills and Sunberg's interview series, Old Structures, New Purpose, Mastering the Practice of Adaptive Reuse. In this interview series, we're gonna address relevant and timely issues related to adaptive reuse from both a business and a legal perspective. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Javier Avigno. He is the head of Bills and Sunberg's Land Development and Government Relations Group. And today we're gonna to be chatting about a neighborhood in Miami that is poised for some exciting new developments, which is Alapata. So I think when a lot of Miami locals think about neighborhood transformational success stories, their minds automatically go to Midtown or the Miami Design District or Wynwood. Um, but Rapid Transformation Miami hasn't stopped in those areas and there's a lot of other neighborhoods where that's taking place or that they're on the cusp of that kind of transformation. And I think Alapata is one of those neighborhoods. Um, as its neighbor Wynwood, took off, Alapata has been on somewhat of a different timetable, uh, but we are now seeing developers and entrepreneurs uh, come into that neighborhood, viewing it as an affordable area, centrally located, also has a lot of uh, character and history to it. Um, and you have recently um, done a lot of projects in Alapata, a lot of interesting groundbreaking developments. So you have some insight on the history and the character of that neighborhood uh, and insights on where that neighborhood is headed. So, um, with that, thank you for joining us today. Uh, and I'll start off with uh, a first question, which is that uh, Wynwood, relative to Alapata, is smaller uh, and arguably has a somewhat uh, more simple story, which is that it was full of um, industrial warehouses that were part of the garment districts in Wynwood and have been transformed uh, into other uses, such as retail and restaurants. Alapata is larger and has a more complex economy and history. Um, but from your perspective, is there an overarching story or through line that describes Alapata's history and where that neighborhood is going? So thank you, Carly, for having me. Um, and, and yeah, the short answer is every neighborhood in Miami it has its own sort of take, right? Uh, Wynwood, as you talked about, was largely industrial uh, in character, and that was important in the sort of the renaissance and the creation of regulations that went towards the redevelopment of Wynwood and, and kind of what we're seeing today. Uh, Alapata similarly has its own sort of fabric. Um, it's largely single family, but it's geographically located um, just off of the airport next to the health district, which was one of the largest health districts in the country, um, off of transit, major transportation. So it really lends itself to, um, to really this redevelopment and Alapata 2.0, if you will. And so, yeah, we had the opportunity to work um, on a large scale development in Alapata. Um, and, and what we heard from speaking to the community uh, at large was really the need for a mix of uses. There certainly is that uh, single family residential character, but it's missing um, some of the other things that really make a community sort of complete. So as you mentioned, Alapata is a fairly large neighborhood with a lot of different aspects with its proximity to the airport and transits, um, different neighborhood compositions. So do you think that there are different pockets of Alapata that are, gonna, are going to see development more rapidly than others? And if so, why? Yeah, so so I think so. There's a, a grid pattern in, in most neighborhoods in, in Miami and, and zoning certainly has a large part to do with that, we talked a little bit about um, Alapata having a, a fairly significant amount of single family zoning. So for the areas of Alapata that have industrial designations um, or, or more intense uh, uh, residential designations, those will 
will certainly lend themselves to a, a more rapid um, and more natural uh, development uh, growth. And as you said, Alapata does have some commercial corridors, but it certainly is made up of a lot of residential single family homes and that type of land use. Do you think that that presents unique challenges for that neighborhood as opposed to other areas in Miami that are experiencing this kind of development? Yeah, so you, you mentioned Wynwood. Wynwood did not have really that component to it. And whenever you have a large contingency of single family uh, ownership um, and, and renters even, um, there tends to be more involvement um, from a community aspect in what happens next. And so I think naturally, um, while the community is yearning for and longing for um, some, uh, some development and some uh, investment into their community, they want, they want to have a, a say in, in, in sort of what, what happens. Adaptive reuse has been hugely successful in the neighboring Wynwood. So do you think there are similar opportunities for adaptive reuse in Alapata, and how do they differ from those opportunities in Wynwood? Yeah, so uh, certainly adaptive reuse is, is, is sort of uh, very pr prominent and prevalent here in, in Miami. And, and in large part, it has to do with the built environment that we're in. There's not a large amount of vacant land opportunities um, in core geographic areas in Miami. And so I think a lot of things are adaptive reuses and their scale is sort of different, right? Some are full adaptive reuses, some are historic adaptive reuses. And I think Alapata, um, similar to a lot of other communities, will evaluate that sort of on a case by case basis. The, the, you know, some projects will lend themselves to, um, you know, allowing for re rehabilitating certain aspects um, and, and others will, will require sort of ground up. And, and so I think it really uh, is case by case in Wynwood, since you asked, um, I think that the differences there are that there was a, a already a very strong built industrial environment and there was a desire to really keep that character um, and that was important um, and part of the adaptive reuse story. On that note, uh, you have worked on a number of projects in and around the Alapata neighborhood. So can you tell me one that you think has some major potential to really transform Alapata for the better? Yeah, so absolutely. So Miami Produce uh, SAP, uh, we received approvals for that in uh, 2019. And um, as part of that approval, it's in part an adaptive reuse. There's some industrial uh, buildings that um, were on the site, and it was important to retain those and keep the character of those buildings. Uh, some will, will be raised, and, and then there's some new uh, buildings as well. It's a large nine-acre site um, in the heart of Alapata and right next to um, public transportation, um, a true mixed-use project that will include you know, commercial uses, residential uses, educational uses. Um, so I think that that project um, certainly will be transformative for the neighborhood. So in addition to the produce SCP, there's a series of residential projects that are, I think, in line to be very transformative. And Alapata adjacent, there's also River Landing. Um, while not technically in Alapata, it's certainly part of the greater area. And that too will bring a unique twist with a big box retail component and much needed restaurant uh, uses as well. So I think when you look at communities you look at not just the exact community, but sort of what happens and how that starts to transform the area even further around it. Um, so Alapata certainly, again, to the earlier point of being geographically centrally located, uh, I think will yield um, more rapid growth around the health district as well. So 
Adaptive reuse is definitely a different animal than ground up development. So from a developer's perspective, what are some of the unique legal issues that maybe someone needs to look out for or have a conversation about before engaging in adaptive reuse? Yeah, so when, when, when we embark on evaluating an adaptive reuse project, uh, it is different than a ground up development. I mean, typically in ground up development, you're looking at the basic density, intensity, what you can, the uses that can be built there. With adaptive reuse, you have to take it to another level. Um, you know, you have to look at it from a building code standpoint. Uh, you have to evaluate whether there's any non-conformities that come into play. Um, ultimately, what tenants are going to be there, what may or may not be acceptable. Uh, we're fortunate enough to have a large sort of contingency of folks that have not only a lot of experience with the adaptive reuse environment, but the various sort of specialties that come with looking and evaluating an adaptive reuse project. Because as you said, they're, they're, they're vastly different from a ground up development. Well, Javier, thank you so much. You've taught us a lot about an up-and-coming neighborhood, Alapata in Miami, and about adaptive reuse. And uh, we hope everyone enjoyed our interview series and uh, learned something valuable. And uh, we look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you.